1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by Hemisphere Coffee Roasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at Hemisphere Coffee Hatred is among the most powerful emotions, it drives those it grips. To do things that are irrational, illogical, and to compromise their values. And in the case of the raid of Donald Trump's home at Miralago, Florida, it is driving the Justice Department to do things that betray America's values. That is where we start a Tuesday edition of The Bruce Foley Show. I'm glad to be with you, and I'd like to hear from you today. I don't often solicit phone calls, but I would love to hear from you today at 844-TALK-989 as to what you think this is about and what your reactions are. You may be staunch Trump fans, or you may be fans of his policies more than the person, or you may not be a Trump fan. But I think that there's a lot here that is evident, and all of it coalesces around the emotion of Trump hatred. It is easy to say that the left hates Donald Trump. That is a statement that is inarguable in my mind. They've hated him since he announced he was going to run for president. They hated him when he became president to the degree that they tried to ruin his presidency all throughout his presidency. Uh, They have hated him ever since, and they hate him so much that they are doing everything that they can to keep him from running for president. Again, their hatred is so outsized that I don't think they're unaware that if they keep Donald Trump from running for president again, it will likely guarantee the election of a different Republican. But they are betting on the fact that Any Republican is better than Donald Trump because they hope, I think falsely, but they hope that the next Republican president will not be able to do what Donald Trump was able to do. And I'm not talking about what Donald Trump was able to do policy-wise. I'm talking about what Donald Trump has clearly been able to do in touching something, inspiring something, Um, reinvigorating something in those who love and support him. I remarked yesterday about my trip through rural northwest Ohio and into rural northeast Indiana and the number of Trump flags and Trump signs that I saw in yards. And I remarked about how unique and different that is to any other defeated presidential candidate in my lifetime. I didn't see signs for John McCain after he lost. I didn't see signs for Mitt Romney. I didn't see signs for Bush the Elder when he lost his bid for a second term to Bill Clinton. There's never been a president who people have missed To the degree that Trump voters have missed Donald Trump since he left the White House. And I think the reason they miss him is because they realized how right Trump was when he said, they hate me because they hate you. See, Donald Trump was the recipient of the left's hatred. He was the one they went after because he was at the top of the food chain. But you just have to look at how the January 6th protesters are being treated. You just have to look at how parents at school board meetings are being treated. You just have to look how you're treated. If you indicate any kind of nostalgia for the term of Trump as president. To understand how much they hate you. Now. They hate Trump because they hate you. Why do they hate you? They hate you because you love America. And beyond that, they hate you because you understand that America, the freedom and the liberty that we have in America, the unique history that we have as Americans, the ideals that have been defended in all manner of wars, with great bloodshed and the sacrifice of great amounts of treasure. All of that has been bestowed upon America because God has smiled on America. God is the ultimate authority in America, even among those who would not say that they are churchgoers, people who order their life according to faith. God is still woven throughout a respect for God and a recognition of God's blessing on our country, is woven throughout America. It's woven throughout God Bless America. It's woven throughout America the Beautiful. It's woven throughout the Star-Spangled Banner. It is woven throughout the Pledge of Allegiance. It is woven throughout the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Our rights are given to us by God. A love for God, a recognition of God, an esteeming of the things of God is uniquely American. And the left hates that because the left is a godless party. They do not recognize the authority of God when it comes to even the most obvious thing, which is the birth of a man or a woman. They do not recognize it in the relationship between a mother and a child. They are a Selfish, godless, joyless group of people. And they are bloodthirsty in their hatred of all things of God. Donald Trump's not a man of God. But he represents people who are an ideal that is. And so he must be gotten rid of. And so they raided his home in Florida yesterday and they didn't even have the decency to do it in a transparent way. FBI agents, if you've ever seen them, they wear jackets or shirts with what on the back? Big letters. FBI. Not these guys. They raided his home and the people there thought they were Secret Service agents because they did not have FBI apparel on. Now they raided the home in what has been noted by famous liberal attorney Alan Dershowitz, a misplacement of priorities. Dershowitz says that raids are typically a last resort. But in this case, they were a first resort. Here's the quote from Alan Dershowitz. I suspect this has something to do with the investigations toward Donald Trump and some of his associates. The law is clear. You don't engage in a raid Unless you've exhausted all other remedies, unless you believe that the person you raided will destroy the evidence. Raids are not a first recourse in America. They're a last recourse. Ah, but what purpose does a raid serve? It's a phenomenal show of force. Is it not? Yes, Donald Trump was not there. Eric Trump was not there. Donald Trump Jr. was not there. None of the Trump family was there. In fact, Trump's lawyers weren't even there. They arrived later, three of them, to observe the FBI doing, among other things, breaking into one of Donald Trump's safes. Too bad, nothing in it, FBI. Nevertheless, the FBI agents, not dressed like FBI agents, showed up yesterday in their big black SUVs wielding their assault rifles. What did they expect? Did they expect Donald Trump to engage some kind of guerrilla force firing back at them? Maybe. I mean, given how detached they are from American values and raiding the home of a former president, maybe they expected him to react in a way that paralleled their own betrayal of propriety. But probably, sadly, they did not get what they wanted. But they are the personification of what is a scary proposition and a, I think, indisputably coming proposition. The weaponization of the justice system. Coincidental or not, the new Schumer-Mansion bill, the Inflation Reduction Act, gives the IRS $80 billion. Its budget is $12 billion. It more than doubles the size of the IRS, and IRS agents are empowered to carry guns, and the IRS has been hoarding ammunition for the first half of this year to the tune of $700,000 worth of ammunition. The IRS is not answerable to the courts in a way that somebody coming to search your house with a warrant is answerable to the courts. So there's a lot of fear out there. And fear is an emotion that is often born of hatred. I get why you would hate seeing this, but it is the fear of those who hate Donald Trump that motivated yesterday's actions, that motivates their prosecution of J6 protesters, that motivates everything they do. They are deeply fearful that they will be found out. The number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Our listeners 94.5 in Dayton and 98.9 in Columbus. You're welcome to call. Let me know what you think about where we're headed in this country. Was last night a seminal moment for you in that, wow, uh, if they'll do this to Trump, they'll do it to anyone. He was cooperating, by the way. His attorneys, his representatives were cooperating they allowed the National Archives to come into of Lago and look at the documents that supposedly the FBI wanted. They are trying to find a crime that Donald Trump committed, either related to January 6th or related to anything. I mean, they put Al Capone away for tax evasion, not for killing people, not for um, running alcohol during prohibition. So in much the same way, the FBI, the Department of so-called Department of Justice, pretty much everything now that the Democrats have a fingerprint on could benefit from the adjective so-called, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, Uh, so-called Title IX, which under Joe Biden and his administration would allow uh, men and boys to compete with women and girls, and the uh, so-called quest for justice. ...on January the 6th. So Trump and his people were cooperating. And by the way, it's an interesting... ...thing to note. How does something become top secret? Who decides what becomes top secret? Well, that would be the President of the United States... ...who determines what is top secret. So... ...Donald Trump, he might be in possession of top secret documents... The National Archives has been in to look at them. Were they afraid that, and they took stuff out of Trump's home. I just think this is an exaggeration. It is grasping at straws. And it's clear that they have weaponized the justice system to go after their political enemies. That's what the 87,000 IRS agents are about. Who do you think is going to get audited by the IRS? Do you believe? Do you believe it's going to be uh, rich corporate owners, members of boards of uh, directors? Do you believe that? Or do you believe that it might be, oh, look, oh, look, boy, this person gives an awful lot of money to their local church. Think that might be a red flag for the IRS going forward? With their now robust auditing power, given the hiring of 87,000 new agents. Oh, look. Oh, look. Look, this person donated to the J.D. Vance for Senate campaign. Hmm. Maybe we ought to have a look at uh, that. Oh. This person wants a faith objection to a vaccine. Oh. You know, they might be worth... An audit. Oh, what do you know? This person pays private school tuition to a Christian school. Hmm. I think maybe we ought to audit them. Am I being alarmist? Or do you think that's realistic? I think that's very, very realistic. Based upon what happened to the Tea Party movement during the Obama administration. Do you remember the IRS's involvement in the uh, Tea Party movement? They took a very keen interest in the Tea Party movement. And the Tea Party movement, all their different little groups, uh, found themselves getting audited by Lois Lerner. Where is Lois Lerner today? Is Lois Lerner in a federal prison for weaponizing the IRS against the Tea Party? Uh, No. Lois Lerner is lounging somewhere, probably with an umbrella in her Mai Tai. Drawing a full federal pension. Now, the former Wisconsin congressman, Sean Duffy, was on Fox this morning talking about his experience in the past and what it foreshadows with a newly constituted and expanded IRS.
0: When I ran for Congress in 2010, I ran against a 40-year incumbent. 2010? Uh, He was very powerful. When I announced I was running, I got a tax audit from the IRS. I had four supporters who went to one of his campaign stops they asked him hard questions, fair but hard questions. After the event, this congressman, Democrat congressman, staffers asked who these four people were. Three months later, they all got tax audits. This isn't about raising taxes. This is about punishing Republicans and Republican donors. If you give to the Republican Party, which by Dem standards is the wrong party, the IRS is coming for you.
1: I left out the obvious. You donate to Republican Party candidates. I said J.D. Vance, but it could be any of them. Uh, now, as I say, this is... I believe, hopefully going to backfire in the midterm elections. It's interesting to me, the timing of this, we're about what, 91, 92, 93 days out from the midterm elections. There's this kind of unwritten rule in the federal government that you don't do anything that could impact an election 90 days out. That is theoretically why the FBI didn't want to look at the Hunter Biden laptop <laughs> as if that had happened and they had control of that. Long in advance. Oh, let's dig into that. Oh, wait. Sorry, it's uh, it's a like ninety days before the election. We wouldn't want to wouldn't want to prejudice the election. No. So, with the midterms coming up in about ninety two days, they had to get into Mar-a-Lago now. But in doing so, and I see this all throughout everything the Democrats do, they think is a highly brilliant action. Goodbye. All attention and focus on your big $750 billion spending bill to save the environment. Nobody's going to be talking about that now, that you've raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And again, I've said before, I'm pretty transparent. I want a different Republican presidential candidate in 2024. Not because I don't think Donald Trump would be a great president. I think he would be a great president. The number one reason why I would want Donald Trump in 2024. Can you imagine how dedicated he would be to eradicating the deep state after what they put him through with the Russia collusion hoax and now this? I mean, you think he went in there before talking about cleaning out the swamp. It's one thing to talk about cleaning out the swamp. And it's one thing to be motivated to the level Trump would be motivated to get rid of the swamp. But again, this will backfire because if you get rid of Trump, you clear the way for Ron DeSantis or for Tom Cotton or for somebody else who can serve two terms. And it will take two terms, not just to get rid of Biden policies that have led to inflation and compromised our southern border and our international superiority, but also enliven the deep state.